If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. When I think about women and the importance of women entrepreneurs in our country, I mean, they are fundamental to driving a strong economy. And we also know that women invest into their local communities and they are opening businesses faster than our male counterparts. That was Sharon Miller, president of small business and head of specialty banking and lending for Bank of America telling us why women entrepreneurs are such a critical factor in the U.S. economy. I'm Kim Azzarelli, and this is Seneca's 100 Women to Hear. We're bringing you 100 of the world's most inspiring and history-making women you need to hear. Now, Sharon Miller knows that women entrepreneurs are a key factor in America's economic recovery from the pandemic. And she also knows what those entrepreneurs need to succeed. Under her leadership, Bank of America has been recognized as the number one small business lender. No wonder that Sharon's been named one of American bankers' most powerful women to watch in banking for the last three consecutive years. Listen and learn why Sharon Miller is one of Seneca's 100 women to hear. Sharon, thanks so much for joining us. Kim, thank you so much for having me today. So Sharon, you run small business banking for Bank of America. And just recently in the past month or so, you've been given many additional responsibilities at Bank of America. And you are now one of the more senior women, one of the most, I should say, senior women in banking. Can you tell us a little bit about how you got started, how long you've been at the bank and whether this was the career you envisioned for yourself? Well, that's a a great question, Kim. I, I started with the bank 25 years ago and uh, began my career as a financial advisor, helping clients plan for retirement, education planning, um, you know, all different sorts of, of items that we help clients with every day. And I did that for 10 years and um, really enjoyed it. And I moved into a leadership role within wealth management. Uh, and from there have moved to different cities across this country 
to work with clients, to work with our teammates across the country. And five years ago, was asked to lead small business. And did I think this was something I was ever going to do? No, I, I had no experience really other than helping clients that were small business owners uh, with their personal finances. And you know, from five years ago to today, every day I get up so excited because entrepreneurs are the most uh, spirited, positive, can-do group and really the backbone of our economy. So they inspire me every day. Uh, and yes, recently I have uh, also had added responsibility for our specialty lending. So our mortgage uh, lending for our wealth management clients, as well as banking for wealth management and our auto lending business. So it is uh, certainly a, uh, a great honor and privilege to be able to work with more clients and more teammates across our company. So you're not busy at all. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> and I have two kids too. So I'm a mom first, you know, and it's, uh, so it is interesting. And so I understand uh, as we talk about women and women business owners and competing priorities, I, I'm right there. Well, we are so glad that five years ago, the bank made that decision because you have been a huge supporter for small business owners, but particularly for women-owned businesses. So uh, as you well know, a significant number of small business owners have been hit really hard by the pandemic and women-owned businesses especially bore the brunt of that with childcare issues, homeschooling, changes in consumer behavior that had a negative impact on their businesses. Bank of America recently did a survey of women small business owners and found some good news in that. What did you learn? Well, women business owners are optimistic, and most of them reported to us that they felt that their business was in good shape, and they've adjusted to the pandemic conditions by giving employees more flexibility. So these are the conversations we're having with our business clients. And we know how challenging it has been. And there has been so many competing priorities for all of us. And as you mentioned, especially women, um, we do the, the brunt of you know child rearing and uh, wearing multiple hats. If you're a business owner, you're wearing even more hats. So yeah. you know it is uh, very encouraging what we did hear from our clients during this uh, survey. That's amazing how resilient. Uh, women-owned businesses were. We were seeing so many businesses pivot in all different interesting ways. And I think hopefully we're going to come out stronger. But why does the bank think it's important to focus on women-owned businesses? I mean, how do you feel women-owned businesses tie to the economy? Well, they are just everything. I mean, when I think about women and the importance of women entrepreneurs in our country, I mean, they are fundamental to driving a strong economy. And we also know that women invest into their local communities and they are opening businesses faster than our male counterparts. So it's so important to us to understand at Bank of America how women business owners are feeling, how can we help them. And we're proud that over 40% of our business clients are women. And so it is very important to us. Well, that's actually a pretty staggering number. And I'm happy to hear you talk about what some call the double dividend, because I, I don't think most of us recognize that women, women-owned businesses not only drive economic growth because of their own businesses, which, as you said, they're starting at a faster clip than men, but they're also reinvesting back into their community. So creating almost a double dividend when we support women-owned. So that's, that's a really great point. And you've invested, I know the bank has invested 
more than $2 billion um, in CDFIs or community development financial institutions. I think most people don't understand or just don't have familiarity with what a CDFI is uh, and how kind of critical that is to our economy for small businesses. For those who don't know, could you tell us a little bit about what CDFIs are and why they're so important in supporting women-owned businesses? Well, they're known as local loan centers, and they're typically they're not-for-profit providers of affordable, responsible lending and technical assistance. And so we feel at Bank of America, it is so important to serve clients of all types. And we especially want to make sure that we are serving in low-income and underserved clients and communities. So when you think about CDFIs, we partner with over 250 across the country, and we have invested over $2 billion to provide lending into communities where perhaps they wouldn't get ordinary lending. And so it is important that we're there. Um, and we want to make sure that we're providing capital in areas where there's opportunity gaps. And we do know that. Almost 60% of women entrepreneurs told us in our survey that they don't have the same access to capital as their male counterparts. And so that is you know, a troubling statistic as we think about growing business uh, accumulating wealth, and really uh, providing that growth in the local economies. Yeah, I mean, access to capital is key. And I think I'm hoping that the women-owned businesses listening to this show look into their local CDFIs, and we'll talk about other sources of capital in a few minutes. But the other thing that, that I know you found and that I'm excited to have partnered with you on is the importance of education, business education in particular. A lot of people uh, kind of are great actually at running their businesses, great ideas. They've got the kind of business savvy, but they might lack the formal education that can just help them along a little bit faster. And so I know uh, in 2018, we worked with you to help launch the Bank of America Institute for Women's Entrepreneurship at Cornell, which I'm proud to say is my alma mater. What does this institute do and why is this important to the bank? Well, this is a phenomenal program. And Kim, I appreciate so much your partnership and Finucane's leadership and our entire ESG group for really focusing on entrepreneurship and the importance of training and education. And so this program at Cornell is the only online Ivy League certificate program for women business owners in the world. Uh, and we are offering it to women business owners. It's a 12-week course, uh, six courses within that 12 weeks. And it helps women build skills and access resources so that they can scale their business. Because you're right, uh, you may have an idea for a business, but then you think, well, what's next? How do I uh, scale this? Or how do I find different distribution avenues? All of these are topics that we cover. And I'm so happy to say that during the pandemic, we actually expanded the opportunity to 50,000 women entrepreneurs to complete this program. And what is really, really important about that, 90% of our uh, entrants into this program, once we expanded, are women of color. And so this has been just a, an amazing opportunity to not only advance women, but women of color as well. So we are very, very focused on this. And it's just an important part of how we help support the community. And I mean, it's an amazing program because you're doing it uh, in a way that makes it free of charge. So you're getting this Ivy League certificate free of charge. So that's an amazing thing. You know, 
you mentioned the statistics, which are kind of staggering. Um, first of all, 50,000 is a huge number of women uh, to get through the program, 90% being of women of color. What does the success of this program tell you uh, about women's attitude towards entrepreneurship? Well, it confirms what we've seen at the macro level. We know that women are launching and growing their businesses at record rates. And so, you know, the, the data that we see, the most common motivations for women starting their own business coming out of this pandemic, it's, I want to be my own boss. I want to be able to have flexibility. I want to pursue my passion. And so I do think that, you know, during the pandemic, it made us all reflect, uh, you know, how, how do we see our future and what do we really want to contribute? And women in a big way are going out there and they are starting and following their passion through their business. Yeah, that's such an important point. I mean, it's so true. The pandemic, I was talking to someone earlier today and she said, uh, if the pandemic didn't make you self-reflective, you're not human. (laughs) Exactly. And I think that's a really a great point. And it's so, of course, as we know, we were saying, you know, uh, women sort of did bear an additional burden, particularly with employment uh, and childcare. And I, I do think a lot of people are thinking differently about what they want to do with their lives and their careers. And starting a business is certainly one path that I know we all happily support. Seneca's 100 Women to Hear will be back after this short break. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So you had mentioned earlier one of the big obstacles to women's success, of course, and this is, I, I think, been reported pretty well in the press, is access to capital. And we know that women have had a harder time accessing capital, whether it's loan capital, equity capital, although we have seen some improvement uh, in recent years. But we were, again, so excited to partner with you to launch the Bank of America Access to Capital directory just a month ago. Uh, you know, Tell us a little bit about that directory and why the bank launched it. Well, I mean, it's the first of its kind platform, and it is a phenomenal resource 
to help educate women business owners on how do you navigate that capital landscape uh, and identifying potential sources for funding. You know, when we talk to our clients and, and women in particular, our survey that we just completed, it indicated that 42% of women have never applied for a business loan or line of credit. And that's troubling. I think that we've got to be out there in front and saying, here are ways that you can access capital uh, and here are ways to scale your business. And it, it's important that we have this tool that that is interactive, that can, you know, any stage of your business, you can look and you can understand what is available, uh, whether it be through a loan, whether it be through a capital infusion, who your partners are out there in the community that want to invest in businesses. So this is so important. Uh, it's a first step. And we've got, you know, more work to do. And that's the great thing about what we do, Kim. It feels like, you know, every day there is more we can do to help and to provide that education, the training, you know, the resources and just get the information out there. Yeah, I think that another statistic that you just gave was kind of amazing about the percentage of women who've applied for a loan. Why do you think that is? I mean, why... Is it, is it educational? Uh, I know, for example, the bank has really great resources on understanding different types of capital, uh, even through this directory, womenscapitaldirectory.com. There's lots of resources there that can point you to learning. But what do you think is holding women back? Well, I think it's, it's our nature as women. I, I believe that you know, we want to have everything right. We want to have the answers. And so what I encourage um, entrepreneurs to do, all entrepreneurs, but in particular women, um, I feel it's important that you talk to a partner early on because you don't have to have all the answers. You're here to, um, you know, show us your business. What are you, what are you trying to achieve? What is your passion? And we can be the partner to say, here's what you're going to need to do if it is, uh, you know, about scaling or, you need to access capital, or maybe it's not time to access capital. Maybe you need to pivot. So these are the conversations we have every day. And I do think in particular with women, uh, we want to have all the answers. We want to have it right before we go in. So I say, don't wait, come in before you know the answers and we can help guide you. Well, I think that's really important advice as an entrepreneur myself and kind of working with entrepreneurs over all these years it's hard to be objective sometimes about where you are with your own business or what makes the most sense. Uh, you know, you get so kind of attached to what you're doing. Sometimes it's just hard to see, you know, get perspective. So I think having a trusted partner who can give you the financial advice and also just, you know, give you a reality check on what makes sense. I mean, I think a lot of women-owned businesses are held back. They're not scaling because they have, you know, there's been a lot of uh, resistance, I think. And I, it's not, I don't think it's our fault, the women entrepreneurs' fault. I think there's just been uh, a lack of dialogue really with women-owned businesses about access to capital. And like you said, this perfectionistic, everything has to be perfect for your business to succeed. And in fact, that's not the case. So I think you guys are doing a lot to sort of demystify a lot of this. Is there any final advice you would give women entrepreneurs in this moment coming out of COVID, we hope, and getting ready to either pivot or, or start a new business? Well, I mean, we know that new businesses are being created at a record levels. I mean, that's that's without a doubt coming out of this pandemic. And so I do think it's so important that you have a partner, you have a trusted advisor, that you get help, whether that be online, 
um, through the tools that we have available. There's a lot of resources out there um, that you can go online to really research, but then go in and talk to a business banker so that you have the understanding of what's happening. I mean, we operate in 90 local markets across this country. I mean, we're a huge bank, but we operate in 90 local markets. And that's because every market is a little different. And so what's happening in San Francisco is very different than in San Antonio versus New York. So you know, we are here in the local communities. We know business is local. Uh, and, and this is really what is going to help us come out of this pandemic and really move the economy forward. We know that that is the engine. Small business is the engine of the U.S. economy. And so it's so important that we are all supporting those small businesses, whether it be shopping, small business, you know, supporting them through, uh, you know, the communities and then all of the areas that we can help uh, across our country. So I just think it's important for all of us to support small business. Couldn't agree more. I, I agree. We should definitely make a pitch for everybody listening to Shop Women Owned. So Sharon, it's just a pleasure to have you. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, Kim. I appreciate you having me on the show. It's always so wonderful to talk to Sharon Miller and such important information. Now, hearing Sharon talk about the potential of women entrepreneurs gives me so much optimism for the future. Here are three things I took from the conversation. First, as Sharon tells us, women entrepreneurs are critical to the U.S. economy, to our communities, and to our country. Second, women entrepreneurs can benefit tremendously from a business education. And thanks to Bank of America, they have access to an online Ivy League program offering a certificate in women's entrepreneurship at no cost. That's the Bank of America Institute for Women's Entrepreneurship at Cornell. Lastly, Access to capital is one of women entrepreneurs' greatest needs. That's why we at Seneca Women, in partnership with Bank of America, created the Bank of America Access to Capital Directory. There you can find information on loans, grants, and equity capital, including VC funds. You can also nominate a fund to be included in the directory. Go to womenscapitaldirectory.com to learn more. Tune in next week to hear about our next featured woman, and discover why she's one of Seneca's 100 Women to Hear. Seneca's 100 Women to Hear is a collaboration between the Seneca Women Podcast Network and iHeartRadio with support from founding partner P&G. Have a great day. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. You know that feeling when you walk into your home? 
take a deep breath and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.